Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 1018. You know, I'm, I'm at a point now where I really don't have to do these devotions every day. We're way up in the hundreds and thousands and uh, we're knocking on the door of a thousand of these particular services, the standing between the living and the dead service. But when you have children, young people, willing to get up early and sacrifice and help you with the service, get it ready for you, well, all you have to do is click a few buttons. as a preacher of the gospel, as their father, that, uh, that uh, motivates me to do it every day. And uh, whenever you have children, young people helping you in the ministry, even when they don't have to, they're not living in your house, but they do this for the glory of God on their own. I don't have to tell them to do it. They can quit doing it any time they want. Uh, and so that propels me to go forward uh, with it. Even sometimes when I don't feel that well. Uh, but I always, not only do you get a blessing, I get a blessing. number 1018 where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary or some other reputable commentary or study Bible. This uh, podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book and the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and the world would be awakened and saved by and saved rather from the wrath of God, the eternal burning hell by believing in and getting saved by none other than Jesus Christ who suffered and who bled and died on the cross for our sins. And who said these most loving words, these most magnificent words, and these most important words in the history of the world to mankind. When he said one night to Nicodemus, for God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. My dear friends, with plagues coming out of plagues and coming out of plagues, with bombs dropping on land and sea, if there ever was a time for you to look to Jesus and get saved, that time is now. Jesus Christ gave you the plan of salvation. I really don't even have to expound upon it. Dr. Curtis Hudson said before he died, the, the uneducated postman who became the editor of the Soul of the Lord, John Rice appointed him to that position because he was a soul winner from his heart. Very few people could explain the gospel like Dr. Curtis Hudson. He said, John 3.16 is the gospel in a nutshell. I may not be original with him, but I remember him saying that. For God so loved the world. That means that God loves you. You might be in your bed tonight in the darkness, curled up in a fetal position because you have been hurt by your husband, you have been hurt by your boss, you have been hurt by your wife, you have been hurt by your parents. Parents, you might be hurt from by your children. Whatever the case, they may not show the proper love to you. But God loves you. Don't you ever forget that. For God so loved the world. Are you in the world? If you doubt that, well, then he loves you. For God so loved the world, Jesus Christ said, that he gave his only begotten son. He was speaking of himself. He was so meek and humble. He didn't want to even point to himself, even though he is the Son of Almighty God. And that what that means is, he is God. All God and all man. The Jews understood this. That's why they killed him. Because they said he was... When he said he was the son of God, they, they said, that's blasphemy. You know why that's blasphemy? Because they understood that if he is the son of God, that means that he is God. He has another name, Emmanuel, God with us. That means God walked among us. That means God and his son came down off his throne and lived among us, went through what we go through, was tempted just like we are, but without sin. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever, the word whosoever means you too. No matter how you feel about yourself, no matter how uh, 
sinful you feel about yourself, how dirty you feel, how guilty you feel. God loves you. And to boot, he says, whosoever. The word whosoever is a very unusual word. It's a biblical word. It means anybody at any time. Only God can talk like that. Whosoever. Red, yellow, black, or white. They're all precious in God's sight. For God so loved the world, that means you. That he gave his only begotten son for you. That whosoever, that means you, whosoever believeth in him, Jesus Christ our Savior. That's all you have to do. That's all Jesus said is believe in him. Trust in him. Have faith in him. Depend upon him. Nobody else. Not the pastor, not the preacher, not the church, not mama and them. Jesus alone. He's the only one who suffered, bled and died on the cross for our sins. So doing anything else such as church membership or baptism or going to church all of your life, and trusting in that for your salvation, you would be saying that Jesus Christ died in vain. And he didn't die in vain. It's all about the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. That's who you must believe in. Believe the words of Jesus, not man. Giving money to the church won't save you. Shouting and running in the church won't save you. Speaking in an unknown tongue won't save you. That's not even the evidence of salvation. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou and you shall be saved. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. That means perish in hell, but have everlasting life. It's your choice. You can love your sin and so much that you hate Jesus and what he's done for you. You will go to hell and spend eternity in hell forever. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than all of the prophets and all of the apostles combined. He preached more on hell than he did about heaven itself. And God wants you to know and Jesus wants you to know. We play, but they don't play. Okay? Okay? They don't play. We play because of our sinful nature. But God does not play like that. And He wants you to believe His Word. Jesus wants you to believe what He said. And God wants you to understand that the wages of sin is death. And that we're all sinners. And so we all will experience death because we're all sinners. And if God will allow you to die because of your sin, you best believe that God will allow you to go to hell if you don't believe in his son, Jesus Christ. Who John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. All you have to do is believe in him.
You don't have to be in a church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand to get saved. You don't have to receive the right hand of fellowship. You don't have to take a chair when they say the doors of the church are open. The doors of the church have been open since Jesus died on the cross. The thief on the cross was the first one to go to heaven with Jesus. He never went into a church. He never sung in the choir. He never gave any money to the church. He didn't have time. He went to paradise with Jesus immediately because Jesus said, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise because of what I'm doing on the cross. All you have to do is believe in him just like that. And if you want to get saved, believe in him tonight. Believe in Jesus Christ tonight. Believe his gospel that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross. For your sins, he is the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world, including yours. Don't miss out on this just because you feel bad about yourself. We all should feel bad about ourselves because we're all sinners. You're a great candidate if you feel guilty. And don't believe the lie that the devil is telling you right now. Well, you're right, priest. Let me go and clean my life up, and then I'll come back. No, no, no. That's not the way you do this. You go to Jesus Christ. You believe in him and let him clean your life up. You trust in him. That's the trick of the devil. Many people have died believing that lie. The road to hell, as they say, is paved with good intentions. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe in your heart in Jesus Christ, and that ought to move you to call upon the Lord with your mouth and pray and ask Him to save your soul. And my dear friend, He'll do it. If He can save me, He can save you. Let me just say it that way. I was running away from God. I hated the church. I hated my father, my dad, who was a preacher. And uh, I was running as far away as I could from church. I was so glad I didn't have to go to church anymore. So I ran away from God. I ran away from religion. I ran away from the church. But God ran me down. Somebody told me what I just told you, December the 19th, 1979, and my life has not been the same since. I used to curse and swear that I would never preach like my dad, because I carried his name and I hated the fact that he was a well-known preacher. I hated it. So much so I wanted to change my name. And, uh, uh, and I cursed and swore to my friends who would say, you're going to preach like your dad one day. And I cursed and swore that I would never do that. In fact, one day I said, I'm going to, we, were on, we were on the school bus. I said, I'm going to drive the bus to hell. And we're going to party in hell. I thank God that uh, God didn't uh, let me do that. Uh, he led me to himself and I got saved and God has probably 
no doubt, doing the same thing for you tonight. You're not here by accident. God has you here for a reason. So believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, his son. Call on his name and ask him to save you. I'll help you with the sinner's prayer. You have to do the hard work. And just like Michael Lewis helped me that night with the prayer, because I had never prayed like that before, uh, I followed him in prayer and got saved. And you can follow me in prayer and get saved tonight. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. <clears throat> Follow me in prayer. Mean it from your heart. Be sincere. Pardon me. That's the devil trying to hinder me from praying. It's all right. Repeat after me phrase by phrase. Holy Father God. Holy Father God. I admit that I am a sinner. I admit that I'm a sinner. And that I have done evil in your sight. And I've done evil in your sight. I have sinned against you. I have sinned against you. I have broken your ten commandments. I've broken your ten commandments. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please forgive me of all of my sins. Please forgive me of all my sins. My failures. My failures. And my faults. And my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart. In your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to repent of my sins. Help me to repent of my sins. And help me to change. And help me to change. And help me to follow you in the new newness of life. And help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you prayed that prayer and you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, some of you may have some tears flowing down your face. Some of you may feel a, a cleansing feeling on the inside. Some of you may feel like a burden has been lifted. That's all wonderful and great. Uh, when I led my seven children to the Lord, some cried, um, some smiled, and one or two didn't have an expression at all. So uh, you can't go by that. You, you must believe in God's Word. You must believe in the words of Jesus Christ when he said, For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and prayed that prayer with me in sincerity, you are now saved by the grace of God. I say that with all of the confidence in the world, because I have all of the confidence in the world in God's holy word. <clears throat> And so, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, truly. And uh, to help you grow in the faith, go to GospelLightSociety.com, that is GospelLightSociety.com. Uh, that's not the Facebook page, that's the website. And pick up a free book titled, What to Do after you enter through the door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. You just enter the end by believing in him. And this book is a gateway to spiritual growth and uh, uh, strength as a disciple of Christ. It will give you the next steps as to what you need to do. If you follow these steps, you will be well on your way in your Christian life. If you obey them from the Word of God, it's based upon the Word of God, uh, you will be well on your way. And also there's another book that's free beside it, titled How to Get Saved from Hell, straight from the Bible, that will help solidify what you just did and help you to understand what you just did by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. You may also email us. Through the email that's on your platform, we're on a bunch of platforms live right now around the world. And uh, or if you don't see an email, you can email me directly at dw3. That's D for Daniel, W for White, and the numeral 3 at gospellightsociety.com. Let us know that when you email us, let us know that you got saved. And uh, if you have a prayer request, let us know how we can pray for you. And we have more material. And I, I just want to tell you about this right off the bat. It's free to you. All of this is free to you. We have thousands of podcasts dealing with nearly 49 different subjects uh, from the Bible. And all of them are good. Maybe I'll bring a list of them. And you can just start with the devotionals. You can start with uh, what we're doing tonight. Some of you are going to go right on into a Bible study with us. Uh, the scripture in the sense. Uh, we have evangelistic uh, uh, messages for your friends and family. And... Uh, history, Christian history, Christian apologetics, all of that. You will, if you listen to every podcast, you will receive, I believe, the greatest Bible college, Bible institute, Bible seminary, theological seminary education in the world. That's if you listen to every one of the podcasts. Why? I use the same books I used in Bible college and learn from in Bible college 
and in the seminary. And, and I, I say you will get a better education. You know why? Because I am a firm believer in reading textbooks. See, some of you people don't understand, and the teacher will take you away from the textbook. They want you to listen to the high points of their notes. So you're sitting there taking all these notes. Now, they give you a portion of the textbook to read. I believe you ought to read the whole textbook to be truly educated. Because what you don't understand is if you don't read the textbook, <coughs> there, are hidden, there are things hidden in the textbook, in italics, and even websites that are hidden. They, are, they do that to force you to read the textbooks. All of those websites will be invaluable to you throughout your life or whatever you're going to do in your life. All of you who are in college and going to college, don't just listen to the professor. Read the textbook. And if you have a quick running brain, read the textbooks while you're in college. But if you don't, read the textbooks even after college. Keep those expensive textbooks. And that's where we come from. The Bible first and then the textbook. So it'll be a great education for you. Go to Gospel Light Society Podcasts. Go to Daniel White the Third Podcast. Just type it in Google and it'll lead you to where all of the podcasts are. Uh, many of them are on SoundCloud, Apple, um, all of the other places where you listen to podcasts. Okay. <clears throat> So uh, you, you're, you'll be good to go. You'll be good to go. And then we have church here every day, uh, every Sunday, every Wednesday night. And, and we're here for you. There are people up right now. And we'll be up to the wee hours of the morning ready to receive your emails and answer your questions and take your prayer requests. So we're here for you uh, by the grace of God. And God, of course... Uh, is always here for you. Pray to him without ceasing. Now, beloved, today we are reading Matthew chapter 2, verses 16 through 18. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth, that means ex exceeding angry, and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the coasts thereof. From two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men, then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying in Ramah, was there a voice heard, lamentation, and weeping, and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and would not be comforted, because they are not. Now to help you understand that a little bit, uh, with an illustration, a sad illustration, from modern times, from 
the news that you hear about every day. Uh, there are people in Ukraine. Uh, there are people in other wars around the world who are going through that. There are people in America going through that. Mo mothers uh, won't be comforted because the child is dead. Pray, continue to pray for the mothers and fathers in South Korea and all around the world from this devilish stampede death where nearly 200 people died. If that happened to your child, and, and, and your child is 17, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, they made it that far, and then some demonic freak thing like this happened, you, you, it's going to be hard to be comforted because they are not. They're dead. So, so that you understand this kind of stuff has happened since then. Uh, to, to help you uh, realize the reality of it, of what happened back then. Uh, so, dear friends, that was Matthew chapter 2, verses 16 through 18. Now, here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it. The Matthew Henry commentary is going to help us, but most importantly, the Holy Ghost is going to help us. Herod killed all the male children, not only in Bethlehem, but in all the villages of that city. Unbridled wrath, anger, armed him with an unlawful power, often carries men to absurd cruelties. It was no unrighteous thing with God to permit this. Every life is forfeited to his justice as soon as it begins. The diseases and deaths of little children are proofs, are proofs of original sin. That's how bad sin is. And that's why the wages of sin is death. But the murder of these innocent infants was their martyrdom. How early did persecution against Christ and his kingdom begin? Now only Matthew Henry can go this deep. Only Matthew Henry can go this deep. Matthew Henry is saying these children were martyred for Christ. Babies. Herod now thought that he had baffled the Old Testament prophecies and the efforts of the wise men in finding Christ. Never, 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 Herod, and you Herods of the world who think you have stopped God's work and the work of Jesus. Don't do that. Don't think like that. That's stupid. But whatever crafty, cruel devices are in men's hearts, the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. Glory be to God. Amen. Thank God for his word. Holy <clears throat> Father God, I praise you and thank you for the salvation of the souls.
Lord, tonight after hearing the gospel, and thank you, Lord, that they were able to hear their first Bible study as well. And help us all to understand your holy word, to appreciate your holy word, to comprehend it, to apply it to our lives, to teach it to others, and to preach your holy gospel to others. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life, and pray without ceasing to God about everything, and for wisdom to understand His Word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death. To these beautiful bodies, death to so many things before you die, death to marriages, death to relationships, uh, death to material things, you will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin. But ultimately you will die physically, your body will be put in a cold dark grave. And that ought to be frightening because it is frightening. But more frightening is that your soul, if it dies without Christ, will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place, even though there's fire. You say, Preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell where Jesus Christ, the loving and lowly one, preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said in Matthew chapter 10 verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also the Bible says in Revelation 21 8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. 
Whatever you do, don't experience the second death because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day, and he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou and you shall be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shall be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again, and you're ready to trust him as your Savior, pray and ask him to save you, and he will. I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner, and that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have. I've stolen things before. Uh, so Lord, that's five to six commandments I've already broken out of your Ten Commandments. And so please have mercy and grace upon me. For your Holy Son's sake, Jesus Christ, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how in the Lord Jesus Christ. That he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus Please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake, amen. Now dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Allow me to say to you, dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. 
for more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospelitesociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back. And I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. Please continue to pray for us. And we will continue to pray for you. God bless you. Until next time.